I don't know. You just it's, you said you were gonna do the intro. That, oh, that was the intro. I was oh, I thought you were gonna do the. Oh, today no. we're doing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Now, now you're. Today we are doing a very special bookcast. Our first smut bookcast about Beyond Shame by Kit Roca. This makes it sound like when you say our first smut bookcast. Like we're gonna do several. Like, like yeah, that's series. exactly <laughs> that's exactly what it sounded like. That is not what we're gonna do. <laughs> Uh, we, this is our first time back in years. How, when was our last podcast? Man, we we had our grand plan to do all the Harry Potters, and we only did the first one. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that wasn't the last podcast we did. What was the last podcast we did? It was the last podcast we did. Seriously? Yes. Wow. Okay, well, that would have been two and a half years ago at least. Yes. So... Dear listeners, thank you for staying with us <laughs> yeah. this entire time. I'm sure you were waiting every day for a new episode. <laughs> we're so sorry it took two and a half years. And we are even more sorry that we are coming back. <laughs> yeah, with this book. With Beyond Shame. So first, I want to give a little background of how we ended up with Beyond Shame. So, I won't go into the logistics of why we had to pick a smut book, but we... Brandy wanted to read a well-written smut book, which theoretically isn't that hard. Like, there's tons of authors. And, like... If you Google well-written smut, this pops up. This does pop up. And, like, like five-star Amazon review kind of pop up. Like, everyone thought this was good. To be fair, everyone also thinks, like, The Martian is good. And, like, Twilight is good. So, like... Yeah. Uh, I guess what we we're saying is everyone else is dumb. Yeah. But we do have a long tradition of reading shitty books for the bookcast. Oh. All right. Well, then this is keeping with this that tradition. This is keeping with that tradition. Um, so. So. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't want to make anyone who's listening to this read the books. So we'll just go give a, give a quick summary. And which that's is, not that hard to do. Yeah. We're. Uh, it's about this girl. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Naomi, I think. No, no, that can't be it. Oh, we'll we'll think Whatever. of it later. There's a girl, and it's in like a post-apocalyptic world where there's like a city. Noel. Where every, Noel. Yeah, okay. where there's like a a proper city where everyone abides by the rules and doesn't think about sex. And it's called I guess. Eden. Yeah, it's I think there's some Eden. weird religious. I guess I didn't really catch any other religious stuff. Did you say this is post-apocalyptic? Yeah. Okay. Continue. Um, and she, before the book starts, gets like caught trying to put together an orgy, I guess, and is expelled from the city. And into the districts. Into the districts where all the like hooligans live, and this dude that works for a gang rescues her, I guess, from getting date raped. I guess. Yeah, that's. Um. It's actually, the book actually starts pretty intense. Like, somebody drugs her, and then, like, some guys are messing with her. And then, yeah. like, this guy shows up and saves her, and you're like, God, is this going to have, like, rape in it? Uh, that is... It the, doesn't have that, rape. No, that is easily the most intense thing that happens. 
So then she goes back and she like gets taken in by this gang, which I I guess do crime. Uh, they like run booze and they have I think a titty bar. Um, yeah, mostly they just seem they seem pretty legitimate as far as gangs go. Yeah, like it seemed like the bar brought in a lot of money. It it doesn't matter. They were like the biggest gang in the district. They were the biggest gang in no in this district. Oh, I thought it was in all of the districts. I don't I don't know. This is it really doesn't important. <laughs> so anyway, and then the rest of the book is basically her banging a bunch of people. Well, the book. Okay, the rest of the book is establishing her relationship with the guy that rescued her, Jasper. And then at the very end of the book, there is a um, a hit. Someone tries oh, to... Oh, yeah, someone tries to assassinate her, I think. Yes. And then uh, her dad, who is a politician and agreed to have her kicked out, tries to get her to move back into Eden for political reasons, not because he loves her. Yeah, they, they don't care. And that is, like, that is the entire book. That is all of the events. Yeah, and at the very end, she decides to stay, and, oh, she and Jasper are going to get tattooed, married to each other. Yeah, they're, they are committing like serious commitment which honestly a tattoo which, is the really it is big pretty serious com- yeah that you gotta be really what's well, funny because i i realize we're starting at the end here but just bringing up the tattoo marriage so after they agree to get tattoo married yes he, jasper finally says that he loves her oh he didn't say that before he had not said it before that they had not said wow. i love you to each other before they agreed to get tattoo married you know the feeling was there they were, I guess. They had already done man. butt stuff. <laughs> so. Is, is this love? <laughs> it must <laughs> <be>. Butt stuff? <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, it, the first. It, okay, so the writer is. So, the author is Kit Roca or Rocha? Ro- I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, I assumed that was a guy because it isn't very sexy it didn't feel like it was written for women it's funny because i assumed it was a girl written writing in a way that she thinks guys want to hear about things but there's no way this is a book written i i understand i understand but there's a but there's a lot of like blowjobs written about which like oh so many blowjobs and like i'm not against blowjobs but like in the grand scheme of this book, it's really mundane. Like, just <laughs> a blowjob. Yeah. And, like, it happens kind of a lot as opposed to, like, tying people up and whipping them and, like, double teaming them and doing stuff. I think the very stuff. first blowjob, there was a spit roast. Wasn't there? Uh, I think it was two girls on... Oh, I got a little confused. I thought one guy one came dong. up from behind... Um, not Noel, but Noel's friend, uh, Lexi. Now there was no spit Lex. Lex. Lexi. Yeah. Le- I think you're right. The Alex other one. Lex. Because it took me a while to figure out the Lexi I don't know. Girl. It all kind of blurs together. It does. Um, I, so I was hoping to read a, like, fun, sexy book filled with lots of sex. And the sex wasn't very sexy. It was just kind of no. vulgar. No, it's funny because, like... When she first joins the gang and then, like, you know, leading up to that first 
orgy night or whatever. There's a lot of like stuff happening that I thought was genuinely kind of sexy. And then like the first night happens and like that was fine. Like I was like, I wonder where we're going to go from here. Yeah. And then after the first sex scene, I mean, I don't it's been a little while since we read it and it's also a big bag of trash, so yeah, I didn't so like file it in permanent okay, memory. First is the blowjob scene and then the very next night is, is her the, getting drunk scene. Well, I thought it was the tattoo thing. I know Oh, you're right. The tattoo, and then they celebrate the tattoo. So the very next thing is, like, this tattoo scene where she's getting a tattoo and also getting, like, eaten out and stuff. But a lot but of, like, there's a lot of fingering, too. A lot of, a lot of fingering. But so like, many fingers. All of it is, like, it's really masochistic. Like, she's really into the pain and the pleasure, and, like, there is nothing about that that I find sexy at all it it got that that scene got a little creepy for me where like she like is in so much pain and then she's just like mewling like a kitten oh i don't know like even talking about it kind of makes me uncomfortable (laughs) and then like and then he's like snuggling her like little kid stuff it would just creep me out he like was like cradling cradling her like a baby so creepy that part was super creepy to me god and she just like she would be turned on by anything. Like oh, someone man. would someone would turn on a faucet and she'd like cream her pants. It was just like calm. It's like, down, oh man, lady. that dripping sink just reminds oh, me of my, my dripping panties. And you're just like, <laughs> Jesus, simmer down. Like Well, I mean, to I me, okay, in her defense, she has been in Eden, this sterile religious place where she has gotten no bangins, and now she is free to be the whore she's always wanted to be. Yeah, there's there's like a lot of like, she has to force herself to say the word cock instead of penis, and she has to force herself to say, is it pussy instead of vagina? It's Maybe. like it's funny because like instead of down there, yeah, or instead of her her member or something, <laughs> yeah. and like it's just, it's almost like a parody of itself. Really, it's like what people make fun of romance novels for is this plus sadomasochism. Yeah. Is this what a romance novel is like? It can't be. Or, I mean, I guess it is. Well, okay, I actually... There's got to be better than this out there. um, We we read this... I read this as part of my girl book club. And um, uh, I think some of them had read romance novels. And when I asked them, like, is this what romance? They said no. Like, in the romance (laughs) novels... Is this love? Yeah. (laughs) It's, like, maybe, like, one or two sex scenes. And I don't think there's a bunch of butt beats um i think it's like more a a lot more build up um i have i genuinely forgotten about the anal beads (laughs) i don't know how you could (laughs) um because it's it's something man it's It's, intense uh, actually i'm sorry it is not intense no it's just because after the so after the like tattoo scene which is pretty odd honestly like it doesn't fit with stuff yeah it kind of just keeps going along that path like all the sex scenes are just like more extreme and more like pain plus pleasure i guess like it's all the same sex scene after that like it's not like it's variation for and to keep it interesting or anything it's just like 
Yeah, no, it's... It's just like, oh yeah, you thought getting eaten out and getting a tattoo was cool? Well, try, how about you try anal beads and I'll just yank them out of there. And it's <laughs> like, oh my god, this is so fucking weird. Just think of, like, how do you not get poo everywhere? Exactly! She didn't know they were going to go do that. It's not like she douched beforehand or something. Like, I don't is know. Is that what you do? I don't I, know. I, don't, I assume you do some sort of thorough cleaning before you yeah. anal bead around. That, that would make a lot of sense. Listeners, if you want to... <laughs> Let's talk about, not from experience, but our uh, educated guesses involving yes. how to how to prepare for anal beads. <laughs> she did no preparation is where we're getting. Yeah, she just had a bunch of beads stuck in her butt and had them yanked out. And I'm just assuming poop went everywhere, but they left <laughs> those details out of the book. Um, so the sex scenes went like, blowjob tattoo and like the tattoo one was like her and two dudes i'm really not sure what was it and the other dude like i mean maybe i just missed the part where he was supposed to be handsome and someone i would want banging me but like i just pictured like your standard tattoo artist oh, dude no he was at the end like, they didn't explain it very well then but later on they did explain that he was like super hot and he, like, i guess he like banged a lot of girls or maybe like i think but they also made it they also a currency well, that too. Yeah, he would like give girls tattoos in exchange for banging them and stuff. And like, they also said very clearly that like this gang is very well respected. Once she had her gang tattoo, like people moved out of her way on the street and stuff. Like, so I thought he just got a lot of uh, action because he was in the gang. Yeah. But he was still might have been even if he was like an average dude. I don't. I don't know. I. Uh, there was there was a lot of odd stuff going on. Also, like her and like fucking Jasper, man. Like Jasper's always like, I want you to want it, but I want you to ask for it. I want you to really mean it, but you I want you to trust me. You gotta trust me, but I'm gonna. Am I gonna hurt you? And it's like I want you to hurt me. And it's like, but you gotta mean it. And like, there's all this just like inane back and forth that's like. Once she finally, I'm making air quotes here, trusts him. He finally gives her the D? Yeah, they, they finally have sex, which at this point, like, I don't know why sex is more important to them than getting... Well, okay, she's, like, begging for the dick. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm just gonna finger you and, like, call <laughs> it a day. Like, why? Who would do that? Why are you... I mean, like... To a certain extent, like, withholding to build up to something matters, but not if you get her off seven times before then. Like, it... Oh, man, and she would just orgasm, like, like that. <laughs> it, uh, yeah. Guys, that's what it's really like. Just yeah, <laughs> just, just turn on that faucet and uh, you're good to go. Oh, man. Um, so, oh, so I would like to talk about the writing. A lot of times, especially during the very, very complicated sex... I really didn't know what was happening. The well, writing... I didn't know what was happening like half the time. Well, really not a lot happened. So... But like, not that I wanted the book to be any longer, but like very sparse descriptions of everything. Like this dude that she got double teamed with, like we don't even know what he looks like. We just know his occupation and that he's like, I don't know. He kind of sounded like a jackass. Yes. But he sounded she was, like a womanizer jackass. But she was totally into getting banged by him. And I'm just like, 
Are you just in for oh, whatever? She, I think she was just into getting banged by him. If Jasper well, if that's the case, why was she him? even scared of the date rape at the beginning? Like, it's just know. like... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It, all of it was so unbelievable, so poorly written, and just... After that, it wasn't even sexy. No. It no. was a it was a bummer on all counts. It was it was kind of like I I can put up with some serious trash if there's some sort of redeeming quality. Yeah, but this really just didn't have one. No, uh, there was something. So I sat and thought hard. I wanted to say something nice about the book that I enjoyed, <laughs> um, and I decided that I liked the relationship between the women. None of the women were catty or yeah, they rude. didn't like. They were all super. They didn't compete su- or anything no, like there was that. no competition. They were all really supportive, and it wasn't like everybody, like all the women, were fucking each other. Like yeah, Noelle and Lex did have sex, um, but even outside of that, it felt like all of the women had really positive relationships with each other, all of them. So there you go. That <laughs> yeah, was very nice. Yeah. Uh, so, um, how many boners would you give this? Like, on a scale of, like, one to, I don't know, five boners? One to 17 boners? One to 17 boners? Yeah, that's the boner scale. If, oh. we, if we read more sexy time books... Um, I, don't need, I don't know that we need that fine a scale. Okay, well, so how many how many boners would you give? You don't even have to put it on a scale. Just be like, I give it three boners, and maybe that's a three out of three. Who knows? I give it... One maybe one and a half boners. Wow! There so was like some, a boner and a half chub. There was, <laughs> <laughs> there was some mildly sexy stuff in the beginning. Yeah, and then it just got too hardcore. And it's not like I'm like a prude about anything, but just like the sadomasochism, I don't get. Yeah, and so the kind of the rest of it didn't land at all. No. I almost think there should have been like a little descriptor that's like, this is the kind of sex that's in this book. If you don't like this kind of sex, you're not going to think it's sexy. Find another book. And like, what I don't get it, is that way more common than I think it is? Because isn't that what Fifty Shades of Grey is too? Oh, it's a totally, I've ne- like, I tried to read it. It's poorly written. I stopped. Um, Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey, yes. Yeah. Uh, I... And I was try I was reading it just for the sex, and I didn't get to any. But yes, from what I hear, <laughs> it is like only about that, like hard. I think hardcore sadomasochism, and like in a also in a creepy way. Well, I mean, it kind of. I mean, I think it ends with him like punching her. Oh my god! Really? <laughs> and she walks out. Yeah. Holy shit! Okay, I. I mean, I I don't know what happens after that. That they like get well, married. Three or books. So. And I never really understood like. Theoretically, Fifty Shades was like fan fiction of Twilight. Oh, really? Yeah, that's how it started. Oh. Like, that's the literary level we're talking about. Yeah. Twilight, and then take a step down, fan fiction. Okay. Anyway, I don't get how this related back to that at all, but whatever. (laughs) So my point is, maybe people are a lot more into S&M than... Yeah. Then we realize. Maybe all our listeners are like, oh, yeah. I'm going to read that book. That sounds so... Well, okay. You know what? If that does sound sexy to you, then read the book. There's a lot of it. Oh, yeah. There's like... Gosh, is it 11? There's so many. There's a lot of sex scenes. It's funny because like... Like halfway through the book, 
the sex kind of stops and it starts talking more about like the gang stuff. Yeah. And you're just like, I don't care about this at no. all. <laughs> not it's not I a really, very long book. Not that I cared about any of it, but like, come on. <laughs> it's funny that you say that because I remember that the sex stopped and shit happened, but right for the life of me, I can't think of what the shit was that happened. Well, there was like, they were supposed to meet some dude in a building that was like rigged <gasps> to blow up. There was a bomb. And a bomb, but they just showed up early and disarmed it. Like, there was no tension. No. No. Bombs didn't go off. Yeah. All right. And then, yeah. So, you will not be... Oh, so, just... Oh, yeah, it's like a trilogy, right? Or like an 18 Yes, but when you purchase it from Amazon, you get the first three books in it for $4. So... Did you continue on? I did not. No, I didn't either. I mean, the only reason I finished this book is because you wanted to do a podcast about it. <laughs> I would have bailed once it became clear that it was just S&M stuff. Okay. Well. Yeah, what you gonna do? So, give that a, a thumbs down. Yeah. Boners down. <laughs> Boners <laughs> Boners way down. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Have you read anything else good in the intervening two and a half years? Oh, okay. So what have I read? That you you liked. That I liked. You know, in Girl Book Club, we read a gentleman, a gentleman from Moscow, a gentleman in Moscow, whatever. That was good. I really enjoyed that a lot. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Um, What else have... I really liked The 15 Lives of Harry August. Oh, that was good. It was about this guy that can, uh, when he dies, he starts over at the beginning of his life, and then around four or five, he gains his full faculties and remembers his previous life as well. And so it's about him repeating his life, and there's other people like him, and like, there's some, like, I guess it's time travel, but there's like, when. If he is technically going back in time, so he knows what's going to happen, and he can change it, and, and it can, so like, can everybody send else. Mo- messages back. Yeah, so this this is a phenomenon that's been going on for thousands of years. So like they can, if when you're old you get a message, then you're reborn as young. You give your message to someone who's old, and they die, and they are reborn. You know, fifty years previous to that, and you continue down that chain like all the way back to like Egyptian times. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was insane. There was that a lot of really cool. interesting ideas, and I thought it was well written, and I thought it had a satisfying ending, and it's not a seven part series. It was just a solid sci fi book that I enjoyed quite a bit. And I actually would love to see more books in this universe, just not necessarily about Harry August. What are the other books? Like, I wish I had prepared um, other books that I've read. Uh, what else did we read? In I was just trying to. Club? trying to think of what else I read that I was like really into oh I didn't oh, actually come up with and a Brent, lot yes. what are you currently reading right now what am I currently reading Nothing. you just read it oh Roadside Picnic no I'm sorry you just read it like an hour and a half ago oh Pandora Star <laughs> so so we... yeah the running joke of the book cast is that I'm always reading Pandora Star or some sort of related or book. Judas Unchained or so we just so I yeah I I have not read those books in the intervening two and a half years I finished that second trilogy and kind of I had my fill yeah 
but we've started this new thing where we read to the boys uh, so that they fall asleep. They just like to hear the drone of Daddy reading. And we read through all seven Harry Potters, which I enjoyed thoroughly. And now we're reading through Pandora's Star. Which I am enjoying thoroughly. Yeah, it's actually... I'm enjoying it a lot going back... Because I, I'll i pick up names and be like, Oh, right, it's that guy. Yeah. Like, uh, so Vernelli much- showed up and I'm like, Oh, right, that's the brother. And like... Yeah. Uh, it's a lot easier to follow when I knew who the main characters are. Yeah. It's actually... We've talked about this about... I don't think... I read the first Game of Thrones book. I guess it's called Game of Thrones. Um before the show came out and I didn't like it because there's just so many characters and then like you'd come invested in someone and they would die after one chapter and you're like I was holding all this in my brain and it was worthless but having seen the show you know who the main characters are that might not be a problem yeah so my second time through this book and you read the first book I did you did not finish and half of Judas and Chains so you know all the main characters yes so this time through, I'm actually picking up like a lot of extra stuff, and it's I, been long enough that I don't actually remember a ton about it anyway. I actually remember a lot. Like I like <laughs> yeah. I know where like where they're going and what's going to happen next, and I am really enjoying it. Uh, and, and same as you, I know who all the main characters are, so um, I can focus on on what you're reading. And yeah, it's, it's yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Again. Yeah, so I'll probably be doing that for the next couple months. And then... I mean, you, you know, we read for like 45 minutes a night. And it's a dense book. And yeah. I'm going to read Judas Unchained after. And so also, that's... reading aloud is so slow. I read as fast as I can, baby. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm, but I'm just saying, like, reading 45 minutes a night would be a lot of reading. If, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, if you were, were just sitting down speed. and reading, yeah. Um, I mean, it took us. I don't know how how I don't know how long we've been reading Harry Potter. I'd have to check. Months and months. But I really enjoyed that too. I gotta. So when we two and a half years ago, when we did our last book cast and we start started rereading Harry Potter, I really only read the first and then maybe half of the second. Um, and then I quit, but I think you went through all of them again. I did. Um, so really, outside of the first book, this is the first time I've been through the series since they came out. Wow. So you got a lot out of it this time. I did. I got a ton out of it, especially reading aloud. Like, I read quickly, and sometimes I miss the finer points of stuff, just because, like, I really want to know what happens. And so, like, I'm not going to reread something I miss, but, like, if it's spoken aloud, I definitely know what I said. Yeah. And, um... So I got a lot out of it. And, like, it's funny. I really liked the books, but, man, I kind of don't like a lot of the characters. They're a little like, whiny. They're a little... They make, they Harry's make... kind of a dick. I hate that he, he's a dick, but he's always right, which is the worst. <laughs> Dumbledore... Like, I, they explored in the seventh book about Dumbledore being not great at what he's doing and like yeah. all the secrets were not a positive thing but like uh that doesn't mean that I, I don't think it was redeemed in the way that uh, I, don't I, don't know. Know. I don't know if you like Harry Potter read it yeah <laughs> I, I really enjoyed the process but um yeah I wish Harry wasn't such a dick like, he was fine in the first book. 
But like once you start getting to like four and five, where he, where he's like, Teacher X is evil, and we gotta get him. Or yeah. Draco's up to something, and like Draco is up to something, but he doesn't have enough evidence to actually think that. Yeah. And he's being. Well, and then all of his friends don't believe him. Well, and his friends are being logical about it and giving him good reasons to just let it go. And he yeah. doesn't because he's obsessed and he turns out to be right. And it's like, I, what is this book trying to teach me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's trying to teach you anything. I think it's just there to have a good time. Well, anyway, I enjoyed it. We're on to the next thing. Uh, and then the next thing, uh, reading Fever Dream. Fevre Dream Fevre by Dream. George R. R. Martin. Yes. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll be doing their bookcast about that. Um, yeah, we are totally going to do this. I'm also... And then in several months when we finish Judas Unchained being read to the kids, we can do one for that to pair with our original Pandora Star one from like four years ago. Oh, yeah. Well, I was thinking that maybe we would do Pandora Star again. Sure, yeah. And then we can just, do... Just a... a... Uh, a revisit would be yeah. nice. Um, we can even get Ryan Kramer back. Oh my god, that make him reread it. Wait, he was have... in the first one. Was he? Okay, yeah. Let's let's definitely do that. Um, I remember distinctly because I hadn't quite figured out how to have multiple people record at the same time, and I was wearing headphones, and I hear, heard a delay of myself. Uh-huh. So the entire podcast, I'm uh, speaking like. This it's very um, weird because I keep echoing to myself. Um, I also remember. Uh, I think Pandora Star is Ryan Kramer's all-time favorite book. So when you and I said it was too long, they needed to cut out. Do you remember the guy? He like moves his family off. Yeah, of I don't remember that. his name anymore. But the, I think like, his name is Mike. No. No. Okay. Well, but, but he's a regular dude. He's a regular dude with a regular life, doing just regular shit. And we're like, he that entire storyline could just be gone, and the book would be ten percent shorter. And the book is like a thousand pages, so there there was a lot of fat that could be trimmed. Okay. Um. And I just remember that Ryan was like, no, he thought the book was perfect exactly how it was. Well, that's how love works. Yes, is this it love? Is. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm also, I have not started it yet, but I will be reading Hunger by Roxanne Gay. I don't know anything about it. Well, we're probably not going to do a book cast on it because I'm not going to read it. So. Oh, well, we're just talking the stuff we're reading. Okay. I don't have to do all the same things you do. I know, but since it's been so long, the idea was just to say the, like, the really good things we read. No, and then we're talking about the things we're going oh, to read. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. So. All right. I'm well, going to read Hunger by Roxanne Gay. We will leave you guys alone and uh all of our readers oh wait wait, wait. let me see i I actually kept a pretty good list here uh i liked the dispatcher which one was it you didn't read it oh yeah because i don't like it has a really good audio book though um let's see god man i don't know that any of the other ones i read were like that great we did the fold so Oh, we did the fold? We did a book cast? We did a book cast about the fold, yeah. Oh, I really like the fold. God, that must have been a really long time ago then. Yeah, I wouldn't mind rereading it. I really enjoy it. Yeah. You know, if we were going to reread something, I would like to reread the Milkweed uh, Yeah, series. I could go for that. We have not done book casts about Milkweed. Oh, series. shit. That's probably... Maybe my... that's what we should do after 
uh, Pandora Star. We can read it to the boys. I would love that. It's probably my favorite book or book series. If we reread it and I still feel that way, I will agree. Oh, really? You feel that way right now? That it's your favorite book? No. Oh. I... No, like, I have favorite books that I've reread several times. Okay. Like Dune or um, Job, A Comedy of Justice, which yes. I just really enjoy and always have, probably yeah. because I read them when I was young and very impressionable. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that series is very good. No, I, I don't I know how it would stand up when we reread it, though. We'll just have to see. Yeah, I, I can o- only imagine that, God, it was so damn good. It had better still be so damn good. Although, Ian Tregellis' next book, I can't think of the name. The, the mechanical. mechanical. Oh, God. We did was... a do a book cast about that. We well. did? That oh, yeah, we so railed on it. Bad. Oh, God, I was so disappointed. It wasn't his next book, though. He had an intervening book. But anyway, listeners, go check that book cast where we have this exact conversation. <laughs> we remember everything. <laughs> All right. Uh, we will see you next time, which maybe it'll be sooner than two and a half years. Like, it might even be in two and a half months. Whoa. Guys, don't hold your breath, though. Well, you heard it here f- first, folks. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you next time. Goodbye.